0: Hi, homeowners and property investors. Welcome back to another episode of Singapore Property Wealth, your guide to making profitable decisions regarding Singapore property investment. I'm your host, Jim Tay. In this episode, I'll be talking about a topic which has generated plenty of debate on social media over the years, CPF. I'll not get into all the controversies or heated discussions online. Instead, I'll focus on one main topic. How can you use your CPF to pay for your property? You may be surprised that many property agents do not fully know this. That adds to the confusion, especially since many of my clients, friends and followers all seem to be receiving conflicting CPF-related advice from property agents. So let me clarify your doubts once and for all. Want to know how your CPF can be used to fund your property purchase? Stay tuned and find out. If you're planning to buy a HDB flat with a HDB loan, whether is it a resale or BTO unit, you can use CPF to service your loan or pay part of your down payment. The maximum loan you can take is up to 80% of the resale price or value of the flat, whichever is the lower. You will have to use up all your CPF ordinary account savings for the purchase, with the exception of $20,000, which you can voluntarily elect to retain. For those looking at buying private property, HDB loans are obviously not accessible to you. Banks loans are your only option in which a higher down payment of 25% is required. 20% of that can be paid for using CPF with the remaining 5% in cash. The same percentage applies if you're taking up a bank loan for your HDB purchase too. Just to be clear, HDB buyers have the option to take up either a HDB loan or bank loan. Private property buyers can only take up bank loans. Both loans are serviceable using CPF. Seems that taking a HDB loan is the better option on paper, right? That may not be true. It largely depends on the timing of your purchase. HDB loan interest rates are pegged to 0.1% point above the prevailing CPF ordinary account interest rate and reviewed quarterly. Currently, this is at 2.6% per annum, while bank interest rates tend to fluctuate depending on the economic situation. At this point of recording, bank interest rates are around 3.2%, which is higher than HDB. This rate could fall in the near future, allowing you to pay lesser interest from bank loans. Even though HDB loans allow for a lower down payment, fully payable by CPF, depending on the timing of purchase, bank loans could be a viable option too. Best to check with a property professional for your financial options before proceeding. Back to the CPF topic now. For the monthly loan repayments, if your employer is contributing to your CPF, you can use these contributions to your ordinary account to service your loan. This applies to both HDB and bank loans. So how about BSD or ABSD? Can you use your CPF to pay for that? Yes, you can. Stamp duties can be paid using the savings in your ordinary account. One thing to note is that when purchasing a completed house, all stamp duties must be paid in cash first. You'll be reimbursed from your CPF account later. Besides paying for stamp duties, CPF can be used for covering legal costs, survey fees, and other costs associated with the purchase of your property. Another crucial point buyers need to know regarding CPF usage is the order of funds concept. Put simply, a buyer at point of purchase has to ensure they have enough cash, CPF and loan facility to cover the entire purchase price including relevant taxes and associated costs. That's because cash has to be utilized for the payment first before CPF and lastly the loan. Confusing? An example would help. Say a 1.5 million purchase, all in costs, and you have a loan facility of $700,000 and $300,000 in your CPFOA. At purchase, you will need to pay the cash shortfall of 500 first before you can utilize your CPFOA funds and the loan will kick in. This is very important because I have seen many times buyers were not aware of this and failed to have the funds ready, causing them much stress after committing to the down payment for a purchase. Especially for new condo launches where payments are staggered, it is something easily overlooked. Still with me? I know that today's topic is quite information heavy, but it's essential info every homeowner or investor must know. If you have further questions about paying for your property with CPF, feel free to drop me a message on my socials. One final question for you to think about, is it better to pay for your down payment and service, your home loan, with CPF or cash? Most prefer CPF so that they have more liquid cash on hand, which means more disposable income and more spending power. However, in some cases, it's actually better to pay by cash instead. One key reason is that the CPF amount you used in purchasing the property, from the down payment to stamp duty to monthly loan instalments, must be paid back along with the accrued interest of 2.5% per annum upon the sale of that property. In other words, the CPF amount used must be returned when you sell your house, whether you sold it for a profit or loss. If you did not structure the finances of your property purchased correctly or did not plan long term for an exit strategy, this can have a devastating effect on your finances and affect your next home purchase or worse, your retirement funds. I know some homeowners who simply can't sell their homes because of the CPF money they need to pay back. Their finances cannot support another purchase due to this. Ultimately, whether you should use your CPF funds and how much CPF funds to use exactly Is a financial decision that should be made based on the property type and loans you are applying for while considering your current financial situation. I assume that most of you here are not property professionals, therefore this CPF topic is probably confusing and complicated for you. In fact, I barely scratched the surface today. There's so many more intricacies, CPF related grants, financial elements and even potential grey areas I did not have time to cover. If you like a more comprehensive assessment and recommendation on how you can utilize your CPF for your property purchase, let me know. If you're watching on YouTube, click the description below to contact me via my socials. If you're on Spotify or Apple Podcast, navigate to my bio for my contact info. My name is Jim Tay and I'll see you next week on the next episode of Singapore Property Wealth.